Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. What's up, everybody? You have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. We are ringing in 2023. We're back. We're like the Undertaker coming up out of the coffin in the death match. It is glorious. I just did a sit-up. We took a little time off, but... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we we are we are back, baby, and we are ringing in the new year with a lot of Dooku. He is uh, so hot right now. That Dooku is just so hot everywhere. People, uh, my name's handful. Justin. I'm one of your hosts. Joining me today, as always, are my lovely co-hosts. Oh, lovely! This is Josh, and uh, you know. I enjoyed having one less thing to worry about for a couple weeks, but uh, I did really miss uh, chopping it up with you guys every week. So, oh, great! What a, what a nice good thing to be to back. Say. Good to be back. Uh, this is Kyle, and I feel the same way. You know, I keep a busy schedule myself, and it was kind of nice to have one thing off the plate for a couple weeks, but I miss talking to you guys, too, and talking about some Star Wars. So, happy to be back with some new animation. I know we all are very much down with Star Wars animation. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, just to kind of... Are there people that aren't? Kick it with my homies. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's some there's oh, yes. some hardcore live I- action onlys. I mean, yeah. lo- they're also known as losers, uh, <laughs> but they're out there. <laughs> I know we've hey, whatever, we've met them. We've if that's your jam, that's your jam. You know, if I you guess, don't like yeah. the animation, I mean, people stuff, are wrong about all kinds of stuff all the time. So. Totally <laughs> more animation <laughs> for us. Prerogative, but yeah, yeah. yeah I don't want them hogging it up. That's for, for sure. Right, right. Um, no, we. Uh, you know, it's it's funny that you brought that up because I had uh, one of the uh, one of our friends in our old neighborhood had posed the question. Their youngest is seven and wanted to get into the wanted to watch Star Wars, and his question was the age old debate: Where do I begin? And it's you know, do you start with the classics? Do you go with the prequel and just watch it through that way? What do you, he's seven? Do you start with the animation? So. Um, you know, me kind of monitoring that conversation the, was very interesting to see what most people's opinions were. The question, the answer to that question always depends on, do they know? Have you ever seen it before? Yeah. If they I mean, don't know the spoiler in episode five, then you watch them in release order. If they do know, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, I forgot. I, I'm out of okay. practice. It's fine. Beep. <laughs> um, yeah. I... It's funny you brought this up because I recently saw a clip of George Lucas himself talking about this very thing. I don't care about George Lucas's opinion. And he (laughs) happened to say, because I'm with you, I would give the exact same answer Josh did. I I would be a little less flip and say, if you do already know, then you should just watch it in chronological order straight through. Um, But... Uh, that's what George said you should do regardless. You should watch the movies in chronological order mm. either way because it's about the tragedy of Darth Vader and you should meet him as a child and an innocent and see that fall to really appreciate it, uh, which is a take. I get it. Um, yeah, I guess the, that logic makes that take make more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody had said... Um, you know, you should start with the release order and go four and five, but then after Empire, the Machete, pause yeah. and yeah. then go back to one and get the backstory 
and then jump in on Return of the Jedi and then go from there. There's also and, other and, versions of the machete that say you do uh, four, five, skip one. Two, three, six. <laughs> yeah, I, I think mean, you could skip seven. You could skip a seven, eight, and nine well, if you really wanted to, and just call it a day. Well, that the banger, but I, I think that <laughs> the part of that too, part of the reason that um, some versions of that um, machete order, you know, cut out episode one is machete order was kind of developed right during the time when there was still a lot of prequel backlash, especially for episode one. So that's why some people are like, yeah, you don't got to watch that one. Which is funny because I think of the three, episode two is a much weaker movie than episode one. Uh, Episode Mm -hmm. one has a lot of Jar Jar, which some people don't love. I think most of us have come back around on him. Uh, But that's a very good movie. It's got all the Qui-Gon stuff. It's got all the Darth Maul stuff. It's great. The story is solid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like episode two with all the CGI, it gets a little crazy in there. But, you know, Some super, super it? rough dialogue um, in episode two. Not to beat that down. But then, yes, Some of the I, best I, dialogue, too, though. Mm-hmm. Shooter! Well, that's oh, true. Something. That's true. <laughs> Keeping um, the whole movie then, up on, on in top tier level. But to uh, to bring it all back around, my comment to him was, well, once you do that, you have to subsequent all of the the fantastic story of the animation. Rebels, Clone Wars. Um, if you Rebels so is inclined, way more accessible than Clone Wars, I'll tell you Bad that. Batch. But <laughs> um, I mean, on multiple there's, levels. Yeah, there's, there's so much good storytelling, though, in the animation stuff that if you don't go back and watch it, you miss out on it. And again, if that's your prerogative that you don't want to listen to it and watch it, that's fine. But I think you are genuinely missing some really, really good storytelling. I do those, recognize those that shows. from scratch, seven full seasons of uh, the Clone Wars, and some of those are like 22, 24 episodes. It's a lot to mm-hmm. watch. There's a whole it lot. Is. Yeah, we're in binge he's culture seven. now, good thing though. He's got I time. Mean, yeah, you gotta you gotta culture. have a little time to commit to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, did everybody have a great uh, great holiday break? Um, did you guys over Christmas? Did you get anything Star Wars related? Did you do you have any New Year's resolutions going forward that are Star Wars related? Maybe at all? Um, I know that's a hard one. I crazy. did not receive any Star Wars gifts, but when I was out and about just after. Uh, Christmas. I said. I almost said when I was out at the store right after Star Wars. No, when I was out right after Christmas, I did see. Uh, I can't remember. I don't think it was Burlington, but it was one of those like kind of resale of the overstock kind of stores. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Where they have older inventory, and I got one of the Grogu geeky tiki's for like seven eight bucks. Um, nice. So that was a nice little find. And I did get, finally, this is embarrassingly late, but I got um, frames for all those nice prints we got at Celebration, the Andor one, the Bad Batch one, Mm -hmm. the Kenobi one. Um, And then I had a couple other art pieces that I bought like on the floor and stuff. So I got those all framed up, which is nice. I don't think that's late at all. No? Mm -mm. Just just (laughs) under a year is, is appropriate? Well, I'm just thinking about sometimes. Just thinking about what other people have done no, with their your, stuff that they might still be in your poster yeah. tube or something. It's, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Josh? Anything on, um, on for you? Well, I so I uh, I didn't get. I got one Star Wars gift, and it was 
it was just a Bo-Katan, like, cheap, like, dollar store figure, you know, like, the cheaper versions. I think Tab saw it at, like, a Walgreens or something and wrapped it up for me to... But I, um... I did... I, I had a chopper shirt from Only Hope Supply that's I pre-ordered, like, nine months ago or something. So and long you forgot like, about it? Whoa. I didn't forget about it. Didn't for I hadn't forgotten about it because I've been kind of like tracking his Instagram, waiting for him to tell me where where you know what's updates on it. They had a lot of uh, production issues with that one for some reason, but it it was really cool once it came. I uh, scheduled a tattoo appointment around Christmas. That it's going to be a Star Wars tattoo. One of the ones I scheduled. I'm actually getting those next Monday though. So that is exciting. I did get yeah, tattooed the day nice. after Christmas, but it was not a Star Wars tattoo. It was scales on a dragon. Um, it's okay. And I've had a bunch of uh, figures come in the <laughs> mail from previous purchases, too. So, gifts yeah. to yourself? Yeah. Yep. I'm real good that. at gifts to myself, yeah. <laughs> I know nice. what I want better than anybody else, so. It's yeah, true. it's hard. I think we've talked about this before. It's hard with Star Wars fans because yeah. you're like, well, what do, what do I get them? Like, they already have everything that they could want. Um, so it's hard to really kind of narrow down what to buy. You know, other Star Wars fans go, sure. I, I like, oh, he's a big Thrawn fan. I know exactly what to get him. Boom, and, done. Uh, but for, for the lay person, uh, it's a little challenging to purchase for the Star Wars fan that has everything. When you know, when you have no self-control too, you just, you see something and you buy it like me. So uh, it's right, like, right. I, you might find something I like, but I probably already have it. So true. True. Like if unless you really, really know, like you have no idea what I already have in my collection. But if I'm being honest, I have not picked up a full price off the shelf figure in a quite some time. Like I'm being very, very choosy about those because they're so expensive. I've gotten mm-hmm. some some cool ones on sale. Um, Target has quite a few at fifty percent off. You can find them at Ollie's and stuff like that too. Uh, but my Star Wars purchases. I'm. I've been getting. I've gotten some T-shirts. I've gotten some artwork. I've uh, mostly not figures yeah. lately for me. Yeah. They're just too expensive yeah. for what they are. For how much space they take up. Well, everything I've already pre-ordered has come in. Mm-hmm. I still have so. some stuff waiting. I got a really cool Star Tours bootleg shirt. Oh, that's from cool. a oh, nice. bootleg shop called Magic Kingdom. It's magic with a CK. At the end. I'll have to check that out because um, I do like my Disney stuff. Yeah. Also, yeah. yeah, that's what that's specifically what they do is like Disney park related stuff mm-hmm. too, mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, Star Tours opened today in 1987. I saw oh, wow. I saw a Star Tours something on social media. I didn't know that it was an anniversary nod. Um, I have been on that ride twice in my life. I really enjoy it for what it is, but it makes me nauseous. So that sucks. <laughs> I need to update the 3d a little bit. It's, uh, yeah, it's one of those old, with. like anybody who's not ever been on it. It's just any, if you've ever been in one of those things where you like go in the little box and the whole box moves and the screen shows like a video and it feels like you're whatever. That's it's like a flight what simulation thing, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did put one thing on my list that I did not buy myself, which was this. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not. Have you seen this? Uh, the Clone Wars, Star Wars. It's like a. It's by the same group that makes the Pandemic games. Oh, okay. is it a tabletop I don't know if game? You guys have seen this or not? 
Yeah. Yeah, it's uh but it has like small figures with it, um cards, it's got a, a board with it. I've never played it before, but apparently you can play anywhere from one to five players. Cool. So like oh, you I don't can have play to by have yourself? anybody I can play by myself. Mm. So because uh, trust me, my family has zero interest in playing yeah, right. any All by myself. games with me. So, um, you know, being able to play a tabletop game like by myself uh, is pretty cool. So I, I sounds lame to me. Yeah, that on I need there. you to and run then, through um, a round of that alone. So when Josh and I are there next time, it's already figured out, and we can just get right <laughs> yeah. into okay. business. Nothing yeah. kills a game <laughs> no more than me curve. having to sit yeah. through the <laughs> rules for half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> True. Good point. I'll just talk you through it as we go. Um, I and I did get a, a pin. I I haven't bought a pin in a long time, and I bought this one from. Um, uh, not Rebel Art Empire, our good friends at Rebel How Art Empire. How dare you? This is Rebel Art Design, but it is a gingerbread uh, Razor Crest pin that they mm. ran a limited Rip. edition of. It was pretty cool. This is like, crumbs oh, now. It's seasonal. Yeah, it's... That's it's, funny. Uh, you have to be hold it very gingerly. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a different kind uh, of ginger. And then um, I... <laughs> I started. I did start my tank trooper build. I'm gonna build uh, a tank trooper now. I'm on to nice. number three, if you will. So nice. I ordered the boots and the gloves and some of the other little tidbits. I haven't ordered the armor and the undersuit yet. That's next. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna start that one. So 2023, look for a tank trooper about mid year. Whatever mid-year, happened with your um, your like random collection of kit that you got for that contest? Um, I took pictures. I sent them. No, no, I haven't heard back. I'll follow up on it. That that was such a vague question that was like specific to (laughs) Justin and I, and no one knows what we're talking about. Um, (laughs) Explain explain the deal. Yeah, yeah. It's sure. So, Walt's Trooper Factory, who does a lot of costuming, manufacturing. Too much free uh, advertising on this show right now. Keep it moving. Yeah, there you go. Jeez. Yeah. um, He put out uh, an idea to do like a kit bash, you know, like a post imperial trooper kits right and he was just basically going to throw a bunch of random parts in a box great prices for well-made stuff Mm -hmm. yeah yep i mean you could have bought a mando kit a boba fett kit for like 85 it was like 85 percent complete oh yeah i remember you talking about that yeah so um but he you know basically said hey put it together post pictures of it see what you did you know well maybe we'll have a prize or something I put it together, wrote my backstory. You can go check it out. It's on Walt's Trooper Factory on his Facebook page. Um, it's a. I thought it was a good backstory. I don't know, Kyle. You read it. I read it. I, I read it. I saw it. the whole thing. I, it was uh, it was well put together. I like it. Yeah. So, um, and I think the trooper turned out well. It's kind of a you know post Tatooine trooper that now works for Boba. Now that he's back on. He's out of the Sarlacc. What pit, Star so. Wars needs is some more Tatooine content, so that's good. That's right there in the wheelhouse. <laughs> um, hey, come on. The paint scheme was easy. Yeah, it's it worked. Black it and was brown. like right there on the nose, out of the box. <laughs> that that part is not my forte, so I had to kind of think outside the box a little bit. But, um, I, you know, I took a Scout Trooper blaster holster. Instead of putting it by the ankle on the boot, I put it up on the thigh, so made it easier to get to it. Um you know, I have a DLT night. I, the pictures are out there. Go check it out. It's super cool. Um, I was pretty proud of what I did, and I put it together in probably about it's a really month. really fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I put it together quick. So, um, you know, there's things I'd love to fix on it and change, but I'm like, eh, for just something to do for fun, it was cool. So, um, but yeah, I started the Tank Trooper, and I'm going to get that one done in 2023. And uh, I think that's my, that's my, like, Star Wars resolution, I guess. So, 
Josh, you got a little bit of new news listed here, yeah? Yeah, I thought, man, I, th- I thought I had a Star Wars resolution, and now I can't remember what it was. Oh well. Spend more time with me, your best Star Wars friend. Yeah, I mean that that would be that would be that a good was it, one. right? Wasn't that the one yeah. that you had in mind? <laughs> no. Uh, speaking of I spending time with your Star Wars friends, though, Oof. Celebration Europe is now within ninety days. Boo! All you people who get to go there and have an awesome time. <laughs> I'm not. Pl- I'm not playing the music, but yes, we are within the 90 day window of Star Wars Celebration. If you're tuning into this show from the UK, from somewhere uh, over the pond, um, it's coming up quick. So make sure you guys are ready to go. Uh, Happy for you, but also ready. bitter. Yeah. I hope my friends that I made in line that one day that I recorded an interview for that we never used uh, get to go because still could. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Well, you know what? I'll remember what it was in thirty minutes, and I'll tell back. you guys what it is then. <laughs> I'm looking. Yeah, f- I'm looking forward to um, celebration because then we'll get to start counting down to the next celebration that we actually get to go to. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, unless you know the following ones oh, in Japan or something. Yeah, I was going to say I, I, celebration I China. I've wanted to go to Japan for a long time. Well, yeah, I'm, that, gonna I'm, gonna tell, I'm gonna say the same exact thing about Celebration Japan that I said about mm-hmm. Celebration England. Uh, if I go, I want to go see Japan, not mm-hmm. the inside mm-hmm. of a convention center. That's crazy, <laughs> and right. I'm too poor to go for like a month. So I don't know. I don't know. Just doesn't seem. I'm, I'm uber excited for the foods, though. If it's in Japan, oh my god, I love. Don't Japan let's foods. not manifest that. How about <laughs> Chicago? Just put it out into the you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Chicago would be nice. Hey, yeah. yeah. Can I yeah, get no, like I'll a take another Pittsburgh Florida? Too. Florida's something. not too bad. Yeah, yeah. All right, Josh. What do we got here in uh, some news for this week? Uh, just a couple things that got me excited, I guess. Um, well, one for me, one for you. How about that? So, uh, I didn't realize or remember that this was announced. Uh, in 2021, but I guess that's good because that means we're closer to it coming out. But uh, Ubisoft is making a Star Wars game, an open-world Star Wars game that's supposedly going to have... That's gonna It's going to be massive. It's also being made by uh, a company called Massive. It's like they're a Ubisoft um, subsidiary, I guess. Um, fully customizable characters... That's new to Star Wars. Um, you never yeah. get to do that. Well, you haven't in a long time, at least. You could for like Kotor and some of the older ones, but not not anytime recently. Um, so their creative di- director Julian, we'll just say G. Uh, <laughs> last name starts with a G. Uh, posted Parody? a vague. Te- sure, that yeah, that looks right. Um, posted a vague tease on uh, January first. Um, just that like, it's going to be a huge year for, for us. And it was like a logo that said, you know, star Wars and the name of the name of the company, um, with like a galaxy background. Um, and then that movie gets released or that movie, if that game gets released this year, I'll be so pumped. I I love you. I mean, unless, unless they've really been working on it, uh, you know, yeah, I want, I want to talk about that, but, um, so and then there was a little like rumor thing from insider gaming it said in the game uh, players will be able to jump between systems immersing themselves in a vast galaxy bursting at the seams with activities um 
Yeah, and it says driven by a fully customizable character with a path chosen by the gamer. Dope. Decades worth of lore, weapons, locations, and characters for Ubisoft and massive entertainment to draw from. And then the other the other piece of that, which apparently I didn't copy into the notes, is that they said similar to No Man's Sky, if anyone played that, which I think the travel mechanics in No Man's Sky and, and the general idea behind No Man's Sky was awesome. But it's the game is like and granted they did a lot of upgrades to it. Um, but when I, I bought it when it first came out and it was literally, you were kind of like, a, you were just exploring planets and cataloging animals and minerals and stuff. And a lot of it there was wasn't kind of boring. Like, there wasn't a story. Yeah. Really. Mm. Um, but so, so if it takes like some a, of those mechanics, that, that would be cool. If I, I did, I have not played this game, but if I understand it correctly, it was almost so realistic that like one in a billion planets you land on is like super awesome. And then most of them are just like m- kind of lame rocks with a few things on them, you know, because it's like <laughs> that's how it really works. <laughs> exactly what I want to play. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It might. I don't know if it was one in a billion because like the little bit of time that I played it when I f- when it first came out, I I felt like most of the plants were interesting, but it was like rinse and repeat, like mm-hmm. mine minerals, take pictures mine of plants, animals. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was such a bummer because it was so had the so much potential. Was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so before I get to the next thing, I just want. So you said you're a huge fan of Ubisoft games. I uh, I shouldn't only say played, that, but I am a huge fan of Far Cry games. I've played yeah most of those. So I'm I I really like Assassin's Creed, which is also yeah. um, and so I. Th- I've only played Far Cry, Far Cry Primal, but Far Cry is also like a sandbox game. Far Cry Primal is like very different than the main Far Cry. Well, no, that's why I said I've only played like that. But yeah, it's like uh, open world. There is a main storyline, and the stories are usually really compelling, in my opinion, as far as um, you know, video game stories go. Um, but it's open world play any order you want. It's, you can kind of go anywhere you want at any time you open the map and you can see it as you unlock and go to different things, yeah. but you, it's pretty much do whatever you want. Assassin's Creed is the same way. Um, the only, and I saw a lot of people like kind of groaning about it being Ubisoft, um, yeah, it's polarizing. I think the the issue a lot of people have, and I think there's a similar mechanic maybe in Assassin's Creed. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but there in Far Cry, there's like a capture a base, climb a tower, do a thing, jump off it. Let like is they kind of dress it up a different way, but it's the same mechanic in like yep, there's, a bunch there's generally- of the games. Um, and people get tired of like, oh, it's the same old, same old thing. But as me, as like a middle-aged dude who doesn't spend that much time playing video games, that's kind of like a bit of a feature to me. Like I get the new story and I get the new gear and the new place and the, but I'm like kind of familiar with the mechanics already. So I don't have to, cause I don't play video games a hundred hours a day. Um, right. but 
you know, that's the complaint that some people have. That yeah, it's kind yeah of the no, it's thing. it's the same thing for Assassin's Creed. Compelling story, but if you're looking at a game that, you know, takes ten, like someone that's really grinding, it takes me a lot longer. But, you know, if it's a 10-hour game, two hours of it are the story and eight hours of it are doing those missions all over the map that are side quests that don't really matter to the game, but it helps you level up and stuff. But I, But the thing for me is, like, I play those games for the story and the setting and the expansiveness of the game. I don't it doesn't mm-hmm. I don't really care that I have to go kill people the same way in several places because I'm spending I spend the whole game like, you know, oh I met this historic person, I'm gonna look them up on Wikipedia. Oh and then like, you know, and yeah. and the, the so if they take this the I know a lot of people will be upset about it, but I I will take a Far Cry slash Assassin's Creed game with a Star Wars story and a Star Wars setting, Same. and be and, and be I would happy be as a clam, happy as a pig and spit. Man, I would be really really <laughs> pleased with that. Yeah, but maybe but maybe it'll be better than that. So yeah, yeah. Well, it, the fact uh. that there's multiple planets, it's going to be much bigger than a Far Cry game. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. But, you know, depending on how you get around, and how, it, it could all end up being very similar. It's going to be all Tatooine. Get out of here. Woof. I'm not, if Tatooine <laughs> is in the game, I'm not going. Just out of spite. I'm doing the whole 97% completion, nothing on Tatooine. Right, right. Uh, what's the last thing you had on here, Josh? Did you hear about this, the Morphe find? No. What is this? Um, so I just happened to see this when I was looking for news. But um, I guess a... Over 300 pristine Star Wars action figures have emerged from a collector's closet in Chicago. Hmm. Like oh, still, see this. still in their yes. Kenner, still in their Kenner boxes. Like the, you know, like the, the shipping, shipping boxes. boxes? I wow. did see that. Um, I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, um, so they're they're Morpheus naming it that because. Family name um, or something? No. So after a meeting with the CEO of Morphe Auctions, it led to the oh. like um, the CEO of Morphe Auctions met the guy um, at a coin op show and like yeah. But it's my understanding they're still cataloging everything that they've found for this auction. I don't think we have a date yet for it. Correct? I don't think. So. How many figures um, did you say roughly? Oh, we do have a date. Uh, auction is February first. Oh, oh wow. wow. I mean, literally, like, full cases, like, Stormtrooper, full case, like... Yeah. Mint I wonder how they're going to sell them. Individual pieces? Are they going to sell cases? Are they... Uh, I. That's a good question. Um, if you have only... a full case, it's smarter <laughs> to sell the full case, but that's... Yeah. Less I know a guy who's around. trying to sell his collection all in one Stop chunk. It. All right. Uh, do you guys want to <laughs> talk about not, Bad Batch at all? It's not easy. <laughs> yeah, let's um let me um let's dive into Bad Batch cuz that's the real reason we're here today cuz Bad Batch is back. We got two episodes. Uh, let me hit that theme song for you. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire The Bad Batch. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This, this isn't right. I swear, I swear. Who does this audio? I swear. God. This guy. What is going on here? I couldn't resist an opportunity to bring that one back because it's such a classic. Kiner's kind of lazy on that Bad Batch theme, huh? A little bit. <laughs> 
Wow. Definitely didn't <laughs> pull out all the stops. that out there early. <laughs> hey, man, kind of wrote my favorite Star Wars theme, so I'm I'm just messing around. No, and he, he's so talented. The Bad Batch so, theme? Um, no, the Soka oh. theme. Ahsoka yeah, theme? It's um, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Uh, it was the Mike Tyson apparently has joined the show. Ahsoka's my favorite Ahsoka. character. Say that to his face. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he's not the only one with a face tattoo. So, um. do, do you, what? There was a celebrity roast where someone said, "Mike Tyson, your problem is that white people aren't afraid of you anymore." I can't remember who it was for, but Mike Tyson was on the dais, and somebody said that to, to him. I was like, hey, not, "Not within arm's reach." I bet that's yeah, that's true. Oh man, um, I, I don't know. Have you seen the clips of him like training and fighting? He still looks yeah, like he's, he's like sixty. He could still beat he up most of the planet. Destroy people, yes. Um, yeah, so we got Bad Batch season two. We got episodes one and two, roughly 40 to 50 minutes of animated yeah. Star Wars goodness. Uh, they were titled The Spoils of War and The Ruins of War. Uh, writers were Dave Filoni and Jennifer Corbett on this. Cast, of course, the talented D. Bradley Baker playing 8 Million Clones. Omega, uh, Michelle Ang. Uh, we had Sid Back, played by Rhea Perlman. AZ3, nice to hear his voice again. He's got a new job now. He's working good gig at the for bar. him. Yeah. He's got a perfect personality to work in a bar. <laughs> um, it, ben Diskin plays AZ3. And then uh, the return of Vice Admiral Turd Nugget, uh, Rampart, no sheer, <laughs> played by No Sheer Dalal. Yeah, he's no um, we did get some new characters in this. In episode one, we got Fee Genoa, who's played by Wanda Sykes, uh, known for her roles in Ice Age. She was in a show, her own show, Wanda Almighty, the Drew Carey show. She's been in Bad Moms, tons of voiceover work and other things through the course of her career. So she's done a lot. Go ahead, John. If you needed Justin to tell you who Wanda Sykes was, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you ain't. Yeah. She, if you don't know um, her from Crank Anchors, then what are you even, where have you been? Crank Anchors. That was for John specifically. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> we had a new character in episode two, which was Romar Adele, uh, played by Hector Elizondo, who has also been in a ton of stu- stuff. He's been acting since 1963. Um, he's been a pretty woman. Uh, he was head coach Ed Gennaro in Unnecessary Roughness. Uh, Pirates of Dark Water, an animated series. I don't know if you guys even remember that one. I do. Um, I do oh, remember I that do, one. Actually, it's a yeah. classic. That one is a classic. Um, Princess Diaries movies, Book of Life. Who was Lego he in Batman the Lego movie, Batman of, movie? Uh, he was uh, Gordon. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, I like the, ba- the Lego. I do like the Lego Batman movie. I like all the Lego <laughs> movie. I, I celebrate the I whole mean, Lego verse. Actually, I think that's one of Kyle's guilty pleasures is the Lego Batman. It's Batman funny. Movie. <laughs> I uh, fell asleep. It is, it is really good during the Lego Batman movie oh. because I had untreated sleep apnea and Tab will never. If you say the Lego Batman movie in front of her and I'm in the room, she will remind everyone that I fell asleep and we never got to finish it. Every it's, time, man, it's widely available. If you guys wanted yeah. to, mm-hmm. you know. I got a lot of other stuff mm-hmm. on my to watch list. Lego Batman's down yeah. on the, <laughs> not there right now. Oh. Um, and then we had a new clone, Captain Wilco. Um, not for long. Who? Oh, <laughs> not, <laughs> yeah, not for long. Um, <laughs> played by <laughs> deep surprise, prize Deep Bradley Baker. So um, <laughs> they didn't have the budget yeah, to pay him another salary for the whole season, so he only got one scene and over the ledge. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, he was um short short-lived character for sure, but um I don't know. What uh let's start off I mean they are clones. He's literally the... replaceable. What'd you say? Yes. That's messed uh, <laughs> up. I shouldn't have said that. I mean, there's there's hundred well, I mean at not this anymore. Point, their they numbers have to be dwindling. They're, they're replacing them with people, not not Which clones, it's so. unclear they keep like I noticed in I can't remember if it was the first episode or the second, but they Wrecker's calling them regs. Um, but we know some of them are whatever conscripted soldiers too. So are, is he just calling them all regs or were they actually all clones or is it a clone leading a battalion of whatever, not clones? What do we think? I don't, I don't even think regs necessarily means regular clones. It just means like they're not like, regular cause those guys soldiers. are special. Those guys are special forces. So everyone who's yeah. not special well, forces aren't, technically aren't stormtroopers kind of special forces. Cause there's another like ground, Grunt there is, yeah, force there, that's below stormtroopers. I don't even know what they're called. They're just losers. It's just the army. It's just the imperial army. Yeah. They're just. I mean, they don't get the same plastoid armor. They're just green and. I always assumed no the regs was a, was a reference to the regular clones, not regular mm-hmm. soul. Which I'm it, very it, semantical. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I confusion is my confusion, Kyle. Sometimes. I wonder <laughs> if. Uh, you know, because we only got introduced to people kind of lower than stormtroopers later on in releases, I, I kind of wonder if it's not so much a Navy SEALs, regular Navy kind of thing as it is a Navy army like like stormtroopers are like Marines. They're They're not mm-hmm. like a higher rank. They're just a different. Branch, branch or something well don't yeah. say that mm-hmm. to a marine but uh yeah. <laughs> marines are all special <laughs> forces uh but yeah they, i i get what you you're remind saying the, remind the marines that they're just a sub sub uh, genre of the navy we just are. lost all of our marine listeners right <laughs> darn here. thanks um, josh but yeah that could that could make sense too you know the imperial yeah. navy versus imperial army versus imperial whatever something else let's um you're you're conf- you're you're right though. It is a little confusing when he's looking at him as just going regs and you. Well, also, how reliable of there, but... of a narrator is Wrecker because he's you know about as sharp as a bowling <laughs> right, ball. Right. So <laughs> not not the brightest bulb in the box. So, um, but yeah, it's what was your guys? Let's start at the beginning. What was your overall impression? Kind of putting these two episodes back to back because it's it's it really seemed like one episode at like forty minutes. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's a two parter, but. It just it literally cut it in half, and they said, "Here's one episode. Here's two episodes." Go ahead, Josh. Fine, but I expected more out of its season premiere. Agreed. Yeah, I I agree. One, I don't really understand the point of splitting it into two episodes because they released them on the same day. You know, if they were going to do it in two weeks, but. I mean, other maybe there's some contract we have to release X amount of episodes per season or something. I have no idea, but the dual release of two twenty a mm-hmm. twenty two and a twenty four minute episode or whatever it was that doesn't really make much sense to me. Uh, and it, it felt sort of more like a recap than anything else. It was, was like very much just this is kind of the state of things after season seven. Or yeah. after mm-hmm. season one, after the season finale. Uh, you know, the only real 
like new plot development that I feel like we got was at the very end when you know he murders the clone to cover up the fact that uh the bad batch is still alive um and that was mm-hmm. compelling and that was interesting uh but the other you know the rest of the 45 minutes before that was just kind of like you know whatever show show our new our new paint scheme um some cool big crab things and <laughs> lots of giant yeah. crabs yes it it didn't help that we had seen a lot of this already in trailers and in stuff that True. we had seen at celebration um i think i feel like the two other things that we got out of this episode were like Omega's not completely helpless now. She's like more mm-hmm. part of the team. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's intentional. I guess we'll see as it goes on. But I saw more. Of, you remember how last season we were like, what's the point of having Tech and, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Echo. Echo, yeah. Uh, because their, their skill kind set seems very similar. Set, yeah. well, it seems like they're, they're kind of differentiating them a little bit which is which is good because now it's you know tech's not just a uh kind of a snarky know-it-all who does the same things as other people so yeah yeah i um yeah i agree i i think the you know we didn't get a lot we we know what their personalities are we know what their specialties are i don't feel like we got a lot of that coming out in this episode i got wrecker with the separatist tank going, yeah. hey, wait! I know, I know, I'm I'm a specialist in destruction. Like I, demolition man, still likes to blow stuff up. Yeah, still likes to blow stuff up. Like I got that hunter. I thought really kind of took a back seat here, other than sneaking around. Well, he was initial, part of the, like, the B storyline for sure. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Uh, um, Omega and Tech were the the main focus of both episodes. Um, mm-hmm. And we're still kind of hammering home the uh, hunter kind of wants to protect his crew and go into hiding and lay low and, and, and echo feels like we got to, which here's a question that we can kind of talk about a little bit when he, he says um, Omega is the reason we've got to keep doing this and living this lifestyle. Cause there's more, uh, there's more like her out there. Do we think he means there's more clones that have like managed to get out of order 66 or does he mean there's more like children that are falling victim? I think obviously it's not that there is another, uh, unmodified female clone like that. (laughs) There's not literally another one of her. So, uh, what, Mm. what exactly was he implying there? Just innocent people, just chill, young people. No, I th- I think he's just, I think he's just implying there's other civilizations and and people, kids um, that are just falling under the Empire's rule very quickly. Like they they saw what happened on Camino with the orbital bombardment. They get to Serrano, they see it again. Um, so nobody at this point is safe. Well, sure, but I felt like he was implying that there's like a specific type of group of people that he wants to go out and try to help. And I wasn't clear on whether those people were clones or was, you know, cause Maybe he, uh, like used Omega as the analogy, you know, like 
or the simile mm. or whatever. We're you here know, because of Omega. There's yeah. more like her out there. So what what is what is it about her that he was referring to there? Mm. Um, I think he she, meant I I think he meant innocent people, but I'm not really sure. Because yeah. I think she's a good stand-in for like, you know, she's she's kind of she's she's probably more innocent than any other like regular person because she's so sheltered. She's like mm-hmm. really like bl- kind of blameless and and pure. So I don't know. Yeah, and sure. it's it's hard to to sit there. I, you know, it was hard to like for me watching this. I'm kind of going because even at the end. Echo never really said, like, you know, like, hey, I'm sorry that you heard it that way. That's not what I meant. This is how I meant it. Uh, you know, I apologize. like, he never really said any of that. At the end, he just said, oh, well, if I had to do it again, I'd do it again. Like, I wouldn't change where I'm at now because of the situation. But that's basically clearly like Omega feels like she's like- got a. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was kind of a little bit, but I don't know. It, it could have been maybe written a little bit better, but, um, yeah, it just seemed like he was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, if I had to do it again, I'd do it again. But it's not like a, I'm sorry, well, I think, you heard I it think that that's way, intentionally his that personality. Has he, like, he's never been, like, the very fatherly or brotherly one. He's He's been about the mission kind of the whole time. He's so more I th- machine than man. Yeah, I think it's, I think <laughs> it, I don't think it was poorly written. I think it was, uh, Intentionally written that way. Yeah, intentional and, because he and, is and, yeah, that he's sense, about yeah. that life, bro. He's he doesn't care about her feelings, <laughs> you know. It, not that he doesn't right. care, but fair, I think it's not a priority to him. To be fair, none of these guys are parents and are now thrust into being a parent. And some are making different idea. efforts than others, you know. I think mm-hmm. Tech is taking on that role of like educating. Uh, clearly, he's teaching her about the ships and he's impressed by her knowledge and these things. And Wrecker is like kind of a lot that better with the bow sibling f- figure, you know, that she can look up to, but also have like a friendly relationship. And then Hunter's the parent. And I think tech is like or not tech but i think echo is mostly like not trying to be the fourth dad he just wants to be a soldier he's still. the uncle yeah <laughs> i don't think he even wants to be that seen stuff <laughs> he's like the uncle that comes over at christmas and thanksgiving that's seen stuff he, um, he definitely has though <laughs> yeah it's true um we had zero crosshair in this episode so good he's, riddance out there we don't know what he's doing zero crosshair uh like i said before vice admiral rampart is still a jerk um and then kyle alluded to this earlier he ends up getting it uh, he ends up uh basically covering his tracks with wilco here i do actually have this this little bit of audio that i'm gonna play for you guys it's uh wilco and rampart's conversation at the end as of now we've recovered 85 percent of the war chests, but i'll chase that number to perfection sir your failure to ensure the transfer of this cargo is not why I am here. I've come to address some inaccuracies in your mission report. What inaccuracies? You stated the would-be thieves you encountered were the rogue clones from Experimental Unit 99. Yet that is impossible. Their squad perished during the fall of Topoka City. Allegedly. Your intel was incorrect, sir. I had visual confirmation on two of them. They are alive. With my own eyes, man. They were here. I, I see it. I seen it. If Governor Tarkin were to learn of my misstep, then I would be at risk. 
and that cannot happen. Which is why a new report will be submitted. One void of any mention of Clone Force 99. Say what now? New report? Sir, I will not falsify an official report. I understand. Blast Wilco. Bye, Wilco. Um, here you go. This was interesting, though, because here's just a clone that will not deviate from his job, his duty. Like, he's a soldier. He has to do it by the book as to what it he's supposed to do. And Just, here's I don't know Rampart if you've been paying going, attention. That's no. sort of their entire deal. It's their whole MO. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> That's but, what they were made for. Yeah, I mean, even at this point, like, he knows it's wrong. Um, well, that's just another Rampart, reason think, the corrupt the corrupt empire needs uh, human soldiers. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you can they make them do they corrupt can things. Yep, for sure. Uh, let me ask this question to you guys: How far down the rabbit hole do you think Rampart gets with trying to cover up his mistake and not taking care of the Bad Batch before he gets in trouble or somebody finds out? Higher than him? How far do we get into this season? Not. <laughs> Not far at <laughs> you think all. It's right away. I think his. Um, <laughs> think Tarkin's on his butt next yeah, next week. Yeah, they're going to show up on someone's radar pretty quickly. I think. Yeah, I think he's um, he's really trying to play catch up at this point. Um, yeah, he's in trouble, and it's been it's. In the, I think they said in the beginning, right? It's been a couple months since Camino. Yeah, it's been a little. So while. They've been doing. I don't remember the exact time they jobs. said, but it's been a little while. Uh, yeah. Um, anything crazy that stood out to you guys in this week's, uh, well, in these two episodes for this week, anything that you, you really enjoyed, anything that you I, weren't really into? I did think it was interesting. And I think this was probably intentional because, um, they were so recent. It what's it? The tales of the Jedi. Is that what they called them? The little shorts. Yes. Um, yes. but Dooku was force choking someone and losing his mind about, uh, how would you oppress your people and your take from people. them? And, you know, it's your job to protect them and whatever. And then we get to his war chest, which whatever, it's weird to me that they kept using that term as if like, right. Every sovereign nation just has a room of cash for if they go to like a war, <laughs> like an actual war chest is a real thing that just everyone knows about and talks about all the time. Whatever. That's a whole other thing. But, uh, so like he has whatever, there's a whole kind of opposed ideology between that Dooku and, and the one here that was fighting the clone war. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that, it's that fun thing where Star Wars wants to be futuristic and old school at the same time. It's like, oh, we have a space station with lasers, but also the, the, the data, the, the, the Death Star plans are analog tape. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so, <laughs> like, oh, we're going to move this, uh, this war chest of jewels and valuables on a spaceship. Like, come on. Like, yeah. that'd all be credits in a system somewhere. It exactly. Be, you know, it wouldn't be transferred, mm-hmm. like, with a push of a button Cut at all. Up. Yeah. Well, I mean, they talk about it in, in Andor. That's the whole thing is, like, she can't get her money out. She can't move her money at all anymore because it's basically locked down and seized. So she's trying to have to find other 
means to divert her funds to get it to go. So we're talking about digital currency, but here we are with Dooku in his old ways going, I like jewels. You know it's what it is? It's coins. It's like, <laughs> it's like vinyl in, in real life. You know, vinyl came back. <laughs> he it's just really like, liked analog <laughs> cash. Yeah. 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 Hard There's like currency. a dragon. He liked to sleep on it, on his like yeah. hoard. Uh, I th- I also thought it was funny. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I know. I've got two things that I thought were like, oh well, that was a stupid thing to say. Uh, one <laughs> when what was her name? V. It's not V. It's a uh, the uh, the new pirate person. Re- fee. Fee. There fee. we go. Fee. I knew it was fee. something E. Um, she was listing off like, well, you're too big and you have a face tattoo, and she said you're too short. Not you're a blonde little girl. You're too short. As if she's like a midget clone or something. Like, ma'am, she's a young girl, not a man. Like, that's the obvious low-hanging fruit difference right there. Uh, Blonde, you have blonde hair. You're a child. Like, you're short. Give me a break. That was so dumb. But Yeah. uh, And then... Completely different than the rest. Yeah. And then when they do finally break into those uh, whatever containers, Omega's like, oh, this is what a war chest looks like. Like, oh, you've just been wondering that for so long, huh? <laughs> you've always wondered what a what a literal war chest looks like, and now you know. I'm glad you got to the bottom of it. <laughs> but uh, they, they walk into, like, essentially a semi-trailer, and it's full of just other containers. You couldn't. There wasn't anything like out for yeah, like, containers. Sleep. It's not of like containers. you're walking into um, Dryden Voss's ship with his museum that he's got going on there, right? It's not no. like you're going into um, Luthen's shop on on Coruscant. This you're had more of a walking um, into a trailer storage with unit in it. feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the pods. What do they call those pods? The pods. mobile ones They're that they move all around. Pods. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was. Um, she, I, Fee got turned on a little bit there by Tech until he started talking. Yeah, she talking. was feeling him. She yeah. was into him. She was like, ooh, how about you, brown eyes? And then he's like, well, actually, our eyes are all the same color. That didn't change. And she's like, all right, I'm done. I'm like, nope. <laughs> uh, it was cool. to You got to admit, it was cool to see Castle Serrano again. Yeah. Dooku's home. Um, creepy. There were some uh, really empty. good Clone Wars scenes in his, like, um chamber which sometimes he conducts business in sometimes he sleeps in whatever don't think about it too much uh but there's some really cool stuff in there so it was it was nice to see it like kind of old and run down now refresh my memory in the gendy tartakovsky version was that his cat it was like was that serrano where like remember he like went down and they had the big fighting pit and that's where, uh, where he was trying to get his decimates. new apprentice or assassin or whatever yeah was that in Serrano, or was that somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Most of that remember. stuff doesn't make it out that much sense, so no yeah. one knows. True, true. Um, what about you, Josh? Anything that you uh, anything you loved? Anything you didn't enjoy from this week's episode? Sodes, I should say. You want to clown on any specific lines of dialogue? <laughs> I yeah, you know, I don't have anything um, super like intense either way. I did like that little interaction. Um, that the old guy that they ran into had with Tech, where he kind of like Tech finally realizes that like the humanity behind the separatists a little bit, mm-hmm. where he says like we were we were here before the war or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he he's trying to fix his. I don't even know, like basically an old Apple 2GS computer, and tech looks at it and goes, "Oh, this is a separatist separatist archive." And he's like, "Bro, he's like, we we were a planet before this whole separatist movement thing came about. This is our history, our culture, books, artwork. Like, it's a storage of that." And he's like, "Oh." Okay. If you think about well, it, that's, that's exactly how it well, would be. Well, no, I be. think he said, like, I'd never thought of it that way. Or yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. In a giant galaxy, yeah. there would be planets that you never heard of or never thought of. And then there's this war and there's this random guy and there's this planet, you know? And then all of a sudden, it's mm-hmm. that's all you ever knew it for. But it, it existed for, you know, whatever, millions of years before that. Mm-hmm. And Romer was definitely kind of caught off guard a little bit by, I think... Omega just focused on the war chest and completing a mission. Like he gives her the little kaleidoscope thing. Um, and she's like, what is this? And he's like, well, it's a toy. He's like, you play with it. You enjoy it. Like it's supposed to bring you she's joy. She's never been a kid before. Like, she didn't know how to kick a ball. It. She doesn't know how to look at a kaleidoscope. Yeah. And she was feeling guilty at this point too. And she felt like she needed to get that money to whatever, ease her burden a little bit or ease her conscience or something. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Um, lots of uh, bark speeders and V wings in this episode. That I did notice. That's the apparently apparently the go to vehicle of the clones right now for uh, sure. piracy distractions. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it. Like stealing other yeah. people's stolen stuff from other people. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. I was um, I was just kind of underwhelmed by these two episodes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, of course yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch the season still, but this these didn't do anything to like I don't know, wet my appetite for what's about to come up. Like what are what are we going to do? Yeah. We're going to watch Rampart lie to Tarkin for 8 episodes or something, like whatever. What are we what are we gearing up to here? I think yeah. we do know that we're going to get a couple uh um, something I think something interesting or major is going to happen in the last two episodes because though they let um like industry reviewers watch the entire All season but. except for the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, and they do we do know the names of all of these episodes. They're already out. You can pull them up on IMDb. I, I do find it interesting that the plan that they mentioned in. This episode was plan, <clears throat> excuse me, plan double zero, which was basically radio communication silence, like no more radio communication. The last episode of this series is titled Plan 99. So I think that's kind of interesting to see what are we doing on Plan 99? Is that maybe some kind of reference to Clone 99? Top well, he sacrificed himself for the greater good, so yep, hopefully not did. that. So. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, 16 episodes. You're right, Kyle, 16 episodes of this. I can't imagine we get Tarkin chasing Rampart, Rampart chasing Bad Batch and Hunter and Hunter chasing Bad Batch and just, we're doing missions and all this kind of stuff. Um, I'm more excited to see Rex get pulled back into the fold to see what he's got going on for the rebellion and what we've got going on there. Yeah, Rex and the Rebellion, um, or even this relationship with Crosshair and his former teammates, like that stuff's all more interesting than a smash and grab to me, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's get let's get to yeah. some meat and potatoes. 
reviews are not great. 7.3 and 7.5 for the first two episodes for this little rough. So, uh, But again, like I said before we jumped on here, it's hard coming off that Andor finale. Um, so anything that, that's following that had some big shoes to fill. And uh, so we'll see. I th- we'll, you know, I th- give it time. Uh, I agree 100% because Andor is was so, so good. good. Uh, but I think me personally, I'm able to kind of compartmentalize it a little bit and each thing is its own thing. Uh, this was not two great episodes of, of animation or the bad batch for star Wars to me. There's nothing wrong with them, but this was the season premiere. And to me, this was like a episode six or something, you know, where we went and did a mission. (laughs) This was not. Let's so get excited yeah, for the episode whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's a random middle of the season thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go ahead, Josh. Two things. One, uh, the fighting pit in the Gendi uh, was on Rat Attack. Rat Attack. That's it. And also in our notes under new Never clone Captain Wilco, put, oh. I wrote Justin Doobie loving him a new clone, and you didn't even giggle at it, and I'm offended. Oh, I didn't see oh, it. I missed it. You highlighted it. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Oh, he just does Sorry, that. I'm just crossing he him off as I go. Without. I do love a new clone. Um, but even Wilco was underwhelming. Do you think he's named I after the no band? Roger Wilco. Like I got nothing. Like there was no. Nobody. You guys don't. Nothing. Know At least he had he him. had uh, morals principles. You know. The clones so, generally yeah, do. Little... You don't run into a lot of clones mm-hmm. that are just buttholes. They're mostly Cody. good peeps. Don't do Cody like that. Probably the he shot Obi Wan. He was butthole. Order sixty six. He I don't give a shit. He, he had his chip, man. He didn't have his chip out. Um, I don't think uh, Rex shot at Ahsoka. Yeah, but he purposely missed. Oh, okay. Whoa. This guy. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Oh man, this could get into a heated argument real quick. Not really. Dude, I don't Cody. care enough for it to be. I don't even like Cody that much, but you're doing him dirty. Um, well, let's, um, let's wrap this up, um, and head out of here before we go. Is, is there any big, bold, crazy prediction that you guys have for the series before we like go too far? Just one, anything. Mm. I think I there's going to be something that ties us into the stuff with Grogu and Grogu's DNA and all that at some point. Really? Okay. Yeah. Kyle. Uh, I think one of them's going to die. This season, uh, yep, potentially crosshair in a, like a redemption situation, mm. uh, but I think one of them is going to die this this season. He dies saving somebody, like Possibly. having a change of heart and saving one Possibly. of them. I don't think this series ends with crosshair just being a tool of the empire, uh, because mm. what would have been the point? I don't know. Right. My guess, I'm going to guess Echo. Again? We're going to kill Echo twice? Yeah. Jeez. I think that's the, he's he's already kind of been there and came back to life. And he's, I think he, I think at some point he's, he's going to make the play and sacrifice himself for the crew. So Hmm. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. We'll see. All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up and, uh, we'll get on out of here. You're all clear, kid.
recap of episode one and two season two of the bad batch uh spoils of war and ruins of war neither are uh, super uplifting titles no not really <laughs> um, but uh anyway hope you guys enjoyed it um you know if you get if you get a chance you can go back check out all the podcast episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts you can find all, most of them i think on youtube now um, you can find us anywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, my name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at I am the Bendu. Where are they going to find you guys on the social medias? This is Josh. I am Battle of Tanab on all social media. Including this is Kyle. <laughs> Venmo him. This is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on all the things. I did see over the holidays we had... Um, a lot of check-ins on the on the Facebook page, so that's good. A little maybe some new listeners, and uh, if you're new, welcome. And uh, if you're a recurring recurring listener, welcome back. Yeah, uh, it's good to be back for us. We had a nice little break there. Back to the grind. Here we are, weekly with the Bad Batch. Boom! Mic drop. All right, all right, y'all. May the force be with you. Always. Better than ever. Better than Eva. Still a classic. Oh, yeah.